holy name of Jesus. Amen. What are we commemorating today? A passionate German priest posting topics of debate on the village message board. No, it's got to be something more important than that. Right? I mean, we sacrifice a whole Sunday after Trinity for this. We, we, miss, we, we replace the altar with red, and we replace all the hymns and the readings, and the hymns, we sing as many of those written or liked by Martin as possible. But we're missing out on readings pointing to our Father's creative word become flesh in Jesus Christ that he might restore all of creation and save fallen man. I'm not disappointed, though. I just find it a good exercise to think about why we do the things that we do. And being as we are probably the only church in Pagosa, praising God for the Reformation today, it might be a good idea to think about what we're actually celebrating on this festival day. And here's the thing, we're not commemorating some priest from Germany, nor are we celebrating our Lutheran doctrine, nor are we rejoicing in the division of the church. The Festival of the Reformation focuses us upon God's providence in restoring the eternal gospel to his church. The life of the church has always been one of reform. 1517 was not the first time. God calls back the church to himself over and over and over again. Back to the truth. Back to his word. During the reign of King Josiah, reform swept over the kingdom of Judah. High places were torn down. Pagan priests were executed. Passover lambs sacrificed. The temple underwent renovation. And during that renovation, the high priest, you know what he found? The entire book of Deuteronomy that they had lost, but now found. King Josiah had led the people of Judah to a proper worship of the one true God. Of course, that didn't last long. All the Jews fell away from God. They gave themselves to the Baals and the Asherahs and the hosts of heaven. And then Jerusalem is destroyed and the people exiled in Babylon. And the scriptures are riddled with accounts of reform within God's people, of God's calling enlightening and sanctifying, all turning our attention away from what is false to the truth. And the history of the church from Christ's ascension to today is no different. There are councils and diets and treatises, again, pointing us towards what is true, away from falsehood, what is the only truth. The truth that we so easily give up. Let go for other things. For words that satisfy our itching ears. For teachers that suit our passions. We turn away 
from listening to the truth, and then we wander off into myths. It's really easy to fall away, to wander off into heterodoxy or heresy, to take the work of justification into your own hands, to bind yourself to the law, to let your pride swell on account of how good you've done, or to teeter into despair over everything that you've done wrong. It's easy, because we are sheep that are easily led astray, pulled into believing that we hear the Good Shepherd's voice, but it's really just some wolf, a wolf leading us away from green pastures and still waters. And then, and then the accusations come from deep inside yourself, I didn't do enough for God. You didn't protect his gifts. You didn't defend his word. And you're torn down. You're desperate to find what you can do to fix it. And then you find out that you can't do anything. You have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's nothing you can do. You can do nothing. And... The truth is, you haven't sinned in your lack of protection and defense over God's word. Your sin is believing that you could do anything at all to be justified before God. Believing you could earn God's grace. Believing that you are strong and refusing to rely on God. The word doesn't need your protection. You aren't some warrior that God has called to defend the truth. It's quite the opposite. You are a sheep, easily led astray, defenseless to the predators that hunt you. You are a beggar in need of shelter and nourishment, of protection from the assaults to your very soul. And the word... Well, the Word is eternal. And God's fatherly divine goodness and mercy in it, He gives you His Word as a gift. His strong Word. Not so you can protect it, but so you can be defended by it. It guards you from every flaming arrow of the evil one. Leads you away from error, keeping you from keeping your eyes steadfastly on your crucified and risen Lord, Jesus Christ. It's food for you to hear and read and mark and learn and inwardly digest. The word the word doesn't need to be protected. And neither does the word of God made flesh. He who, on the brink of death, rejected the tempting of the evil one. Who spoke the truth even when he was berated and taunted. Who was obedient to the Father's will as he sweat blood in agony. Who prayed for sinners to be forgiven as nails were driven into his hands and his feet. Who offered himself as a sacrifice for the sins of the whole world 
as he was forsaken by his Father in heaven. Jesus doesn't need to be defended. He didn't need to be led on a path that didn't take him to where he was going, the cross. He didn't need anyone to take up sword and stand between him and those who came to arrest him. And he didn't need anyone to protect him from death. Because Jesus is strong. And he lives. He lives for you. To serve you. To protect you. To guard and defend you. To give you everything that you need to sustain your very soul. To keep the very church in the one true faith. And the Lord Jesus comes to you. Bearing the eternal gospel for every nation and tribe and people and language. And here, he gives it to you. Godestines. The service of God. That's what this is. Ordinary water. Humble word. Lowly bread and wine. The word is given in these means. Through the eternal gospel, God calls and he gathers and he enlightens and he sanctifies his church. And he forgives your sins and rescues from death and the devil. And grants you salvation and eternal life. This is his gift. It's free. And it's yours. And it's what we rejoice in this day. God's preservation for your life for the very life of the church as he continues to give you the eternal gospel. The peace of God which passes all understanding guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.